Thanks, Chad. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Let's get it. You ready? Yep. They talk about sports and pop culture for two different points of view. A father and a son disagree on with Spikalicious attitude. Today's top story is breaking them down through a generation gap. Listen to him talk about the NFL. Listen to him talk Doja Cat. According to the Osbournes. Yeah. According to the Osbournes. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome in. Jack, welcome to you. We've got a wonderful show tonight. It's a jam-packed show. We're going to get right into it. Jack, today we're going to talk a little NFL playoffs. We are going to talk a little volunteer men's college basketball. Might put a bow on the national championship game and just the overall state of college football playoffs as we see it after that blowout on Monday night. And Jack, I know you're going to be thrilled about this. Well, we have, do you remember fact or fiction? How could I forget? Well, I've got a wonderful game of fact and fiction. And for any listener out there who has not heard one of our episodes with fact or fiction, why am I saying fact, by the way? I don't know. All right. Anyway, for anyone out there who has not heard fact or fiction, I've got, I think today I picked five stories. Some of them are true. Some of them are are not. So Jack has to tell me what is fact and what is fiction. Usually a pretty good time. Jack, I'm going to let you pick. I always kind of let you guide the show, Jack, because you are truly our guiding light. So you tell me. Yeah, that's what most of the listeners say. <laughs> really? You think yeah. so, huh? You think most of the folks do you think you do all the heavy lifting? Well, whether I do the heavy lifting or not, I'm clear like I'm just the clear guy. So you're the I'm like the color commentator. <laughs> Okay, all right, so I'm the play-by-play guy, and you just... Well, you're not the play-by-play guy, you're just there. I'm like... Well, I'm hold like, on, if if you're doing color, I'm doing play-by-play. Well, I'm both then. So you're both Bob Kessling and Burt Bertelkamp. Yes. What am I? You're just like the producer. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Jack, NFL playoffs, Vols hoops, um, college football playoffs, maybe put a quick bow on Tennessee football. What do you want? Uh, we'll just do that college football playoffs bow on Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. You are the star. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No problem. I think it's I think it's the command of the material that makes you just the unquestioned leader of, of us. Yeah. All right. Let Let's do. I mean, I don't want to dwell too much. I mean, the Orange Bowl was like five years ago, but man, Tennessee went out. They put a whooping on. They. Did they put a whooping on Clemson? I think Clemson put a whooping on us, and we got lucky. I think Clemson put a whooping on themselves is what I think. I yep. think it was a really, really weird game. If I'm not mistaken, Tennessee was 2 of 13 for third down conversions. Still managed to convert one huge one for a touchdown. One of those two conversions was. Anyway, in a, in a game where the stats didn't necessarily tell the story, Tennessee won and won big. You had – a fake field goal at the very first possession by Clemson. You had a lot of missed field goals. You had that botched possession at the end of the half. Clemson played like a team, I don't know, um, like a poorly coached team is what they played like. Right, right. And we played like a team that was coached well. We played like a team where that game meant a little bit more to us. Most people thought Joe Milton looked pretty good. Are you optimistic about Joe Milton heading into the 2023 season? Oh, yeah, Joe Milton will be a Heisman finalist next year. That's crazy, dude. God, did we, like, really? <laughs> what? No. Do you think he will be our starting quarterback at the beginning of the year? I do. Do you think he'll be our starting quarterback at the end of the year? I do. 
I wonder. I certainly thinks he does think he deserves a shot. I'm excited about Tennessee football. We we finished the season ranked sixth. Did you have any opinion about where we were ranked? Uh, well, I certainly don't think we should be ranked uh, behind TCU, but I get it. I understand they have to be ranked too. But uh, let's let's just switch gears right now and talk about that because uh, yeah. we can talk about the college playoffs in general and that debacle of a championship game in specific it was 65 to 7 and early in the game i believe it was 7 nothing georgia tcu turned it over they got the ball i turned to you and i said nighty night remember that i do i do and this is why i said nighty night i said nighty night because the world in which TCU kept that close was a world in which Georgia turned it over a million times, right? Mm-hmm. So if Georgia gets a TCU turnover out of the gates, I was just like, man, gets that's these field positions, and you know, then they it's just easy. Just they just made it easy for Georgia. Honestly, think about the the TCU Michigan game. They had TCU had two, not one, but two two pick sixes, pick yeah. sixes. They had that very first possession of the game where Michigan was inside the two-yard line, did not score. They stopped them on a fourth down. Now, credit to them, but Michigan did not score within the, uh, from inside the two-yard line. And then don't forget the touchdown that was called back that got placed Fumble. on Fumble. the, the one-half-yard line and then the fumble. So that's two pick sixes, and two times you're inside the two-yard line. You come away with zero points. That's 28 points right there. Yep, right. And I think there's a world where – I think there's a world where Michigan – Beats the dog out of TCU. I really do. I agree. So this whole thing for me boiled down to, I get it. TCU had to go based on the criterion that's out there. I wish they were the four seed. They didn't want to have the same. They didn't want to have the same matchup again between Ohio State and Michigan. And on the and, and this whole conversation about college football playoffs is one big circle because I'll feel one way and then I talk myself not into the other way, but I understand why it went the way it went. And the final rankings are exactly like that. But first, let me explain what I just said and what I meant. So yeah, if you're Michigan, do you want to play Ohio State again? You just crushed them. In what was your next to last game, it was Ohio State's last game, you went on Michigan to win your conference championship game. And then, yeah, your reward is to turn around and play Ohio State again? Yeah, I would much rather be playing TCU. Right. If you're Ohio State, or excuse me, if you're Michigan, you'd much rather play TCU. But what about if you're Georgia, Jack? Right, man. I mean... There's really just all I said to this was I'm just excited for a 12-man playoff, 12-team playoff. All right, and I'll get to that in a second. But if you're Georgia, I mean, and you look at that four line and it's Ohio State, I mean, like, truly? It's a joke. should have been TCU. I always felt it should have been TCU. I get why it wasn't. It wouldn't be fair to Michigan. They just beat Ohio State. Um, but now it's not fair for Georgia. It's just, it, it, that, it's just not fair. So TCU just shouldn't be in because it's, it's just not fair. Well, TCU had to be in based on the criteria. So then you just said it. Well, it'll, it'll be better when it's 12 teams. But you know what will happen then? The nine seed will whoop the three seed TCU and it'll all be over. The seedings will all be weird because certain things will have to happen based on seedings. And people will complain about the seedings. Then they'll expand to like 16 teams. Then they'll expand to like maybe even – you know, 24 with a couple of buys. I don't know how it would all work out, but they would expand and expand and the seedings would eventually kind of get rectified with enough, enough expansions. But then at the end of the day, and I really, really believe this is where college football is headed. Playoff, yes. Then we complain about seedings. Expand playoff, still complain. Expand, expand. And ultimately, you're going to have basically two mega conferences and 
they're, they're just going to, they're just going to, the champion of, of each is just going to play each other. It's basically going to be the NFL, but it's going to be college. Just don't know about that, man. I promise you, son. Like, well, no, I, no, I, know, I, I know that that could easily happen, but I'm saying I just don't know how I like that. Well, then you're, then you have an old soul because honestly, yes, I'm an old soul. I just feel the way that things used to go like, Hey, you know, win your conference and put up a pennant and go to the bowl game and root for your team. And I, I just think those days are kind of over. Now it's a business. Now it's all about, you know, and it's, I, it's all about that NIL NIL. It's all about that NIL. Yeah. It's a lot about NIL and that's going to kind of shape and guide it. Cause these guys are going to be making some of them a legit living. And yeah, it's just going to be a little bit of a watered down version of the national football league. That's what I really believe. But at the end of the day, when you shook it all out, you have this garbage national championship game. Obviously, Georgia's the one. I mean, who do you put at the two? And, and Ohio I, State? I started texting this to my guys as we were – like my guys being the Rocky Top Insider thread, you know, basically midway through the third quarter. I'm like, all right, what's your rankings? I mean, it's impossible. I mean, first of all, Georgia's your one, obviously. But then anything else doesn't make sense. It does not make sense to put TCU as a two, okay? I mean, golly. But it doesn't make sense to put Michigan in front of TCU. I mean, you've got to honor what Michigan and TCU did the week before. That's why I said Ohio State. That's why I would have to say Okay, but then, like, literally within two or three weeks ago. Michigan blew out Ohio State. Three touchdowns plus. Bama, roll tide, boys. Uh, I mean, I... Like, I think the way I've kind of reconciled it in my mind is this. Yeah, TCU is the second-ranked team at the end of the season. And Michigan is the third-ranked team at the end of the season. And Ohio State is the fourth-ranked team at the end of the season. But to me, Georgia's your clear-cut winner. TCU, I mean, if you had a true playoff, they're probably the ninth, tenth, eleventh-best team in the country is what I think. I think that when Georgia played TCU, it's kind of like playing – I don't know. Mississippi, Mississippi State for the national championship. <laughs> That's like maybe a little bit harsh. LSU and, or something. By the way, RIP um, Coach Leach. So no dig there. But it's just – it didn't feel like a real championship game. Yeah, TCU's ranked number two, but I don't buy for a second to the second-best team in the league. I'll tell you what. Do you ever see an Alabama team getting crushed like that? No, no, sir. Yet. I think it was 2018. Clemson beat them by four-plus touchdowns. So – I mean, they have been beat in a championship game very, very badly. I got no answers. Honestly, I'm stumped. I know, but it's it, it's the, the answer is expand the playoffs and see what happens. But it was really hard to rank those teams. I didn't love the way the the final ranking shook out. I could tell early though, like when when TCU wasn't just run by Michigan, that was Tennessee's. Like Tennessee could have been a top five team if TCU had just gotten run in the semis, but they didn't. They won. So anyway, it's just kind of the way the football season ended. It was an interesting football season. Are you buying that? Um, uh, are you buying that? Uh, sorry, writing something down. Are you buying that Georgia is a perennial powerhouse at this point? Uh, yeah, I think it was the Greg McElroy podcast. I don't really remember who was talking. It could have been Greg, but he, always college football. Probably was Greg. He does most of the talking. Um, he, whoever it was, said it best. They said something like. Like Georgia has the best program right now, like like by a long shot. They don't really use the transfer portal. Um 
you know, I'm not as smart and I don't really know as much, but. Well, that, but you just nailed it. Like the fact that they don't use the transfer portal, they had like two or three transfer portal players. And there's nothing wrong with a team that's got like, you know, six, seven, eight, 15, 16. I mean, Tennessee will have a lot. And you, you look up and down. I mean, Hendon Hooker was transfer portal. A lot Joe of our. Milton. What's that? Joe Milton. Yeah, exactly. A lot of our key players are transfer portal players. But what happens then is let's say you've got a team and you've got 35, 40, 45 people that really, really contribute. And let's say eight of them are from the portal. Well, there's eight out of that number that have heard different messages from different coaches with different philosophies. If you're Georgia and 39 out of your 40 contributors are homebred and have never been anywhere else, they're just on the same page. There's there's never any waiver of philosophy. I think culture is a little bit more interwoven. So I kind of buy that Georgia is um, maybe not a on the verge of a dynasty, but certainly the team to beat, obviously. And Kirby Smart, 47 years old, two national champions. And, I, yeah, I don't think he's done either. I don't either. I don't either. All right, I'll tell you what. We're done. We're going to be done with that. We've got NFL playoffs. We've got Tennessee hoops. And we've got factor fiction. I'm going to let you pick. We're going to do one and then hit a break. We can do vault. Let's do vault hoops. How about them vaults? Let's go. This is the part where I tell you, hey, I'm really excited about this year's team. I, I feel it's a little different from, from last year's team or teams gone by. Yeah, man, and this is when I tell you, uh, you know, we said this last year uh, at the beginning of the year when we were beating Vanderbilt by, by well, when we said this last year and we won big games like Kentucky at home. Yeah, no, it's fair. And then, you know, listeners, Jack and I are basically reiterating a conversation we've had several times privately, and that is we sit there and we watch these games, and Jack, we're always like, yeah, wow, we look great. And then we think, hey, th- this is different, and then we say – is it? Because last year at this time, we said, hey, th- this is great. This this feels different. I don't know. I mean, like, Tennessee's 4-0 in conference. They're 13-2 overall. They're ranked number five in the country. You got Alabama that's also, un- or excuse me, I was about to say unranked, undefeated in conference play at 3-0. Arkansas, you got to worry about, but they lost a key player. Auburn, I think, is going to be a good team. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving uh, some other good teams. I think Alabama might be four and zero now. Did you know they beat Arkansas? The yeah, United? I think I think that brought them to three and zero. Oh, okay, I, I, I right. could be wrong. I think they're one, or actually, they're f- are they are we five and zero? Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Carolina, Vandy. 4-0. Okay, so if we're four and zero, they're three and zero. I know we have a one half right. game lead right. on them. Right. Anyway, um, those two teams are great. There's going to be a lot of good teams in the SEC. I. Do not think we're going to go through the SEC conference, you know, unblemished. I mean, I think that's impossible. But I think we've got a great, great team. And you know, the question begs: Is it just like these other great teams Rick Barnes has had? And I maintain that the answer is no. But Jack, I want to hear what your answer is. Well, well, I say the answer is I don't know because you know I'm just I'm just not I'm just not going to be sitting in Hilton Head on spring. Well, this, at this case, Steamboat on spring break and crying because we lost again in the freaking second round to to like some just team that's just you know we got a bad draw with Michigan last year like they were a pretty good 11 seed like that's a great 11 seed that's a fantastic 11 seed but the the fact remains today in NCAA basketball dude most most teams that win their first round game are pretty good teams that can maybe beat you and I guess Jack and I are struggling is this another great Tennessee regular season team that's going to Break our hearts 
in the postseason, or is this Tennessee team different? Last year, I could have sworn up and down it was different. I think Kennedy Chandler made it different. I felt that Josiah Jordan-James made it different. I felt that Santiago Vescovi made it different. Vescovi, I guess it is. Um, I felt all these different things. And then I, I thought I was validated. We had a great finish to the SEC regular season. We won the SEC tournament for the first time since Burt Bertelkamp's team did it a million years ago. Shout out, Burt. Yeah. And it's like all these things happen. So then it's like, okay, yeah, this is, I was right. It really is different. And then we have second round NCAA heartbreak. And then I, I promise to myself, no matter how good Tennessee looks, I'm never going to let it break my heart again. I'm just not going to believe it till the end. And Jack, I'm sitting here on January, what's today, the 12th, and I'm telling you that I believe it. I think this, Okay, that's ridiculous. No, it's not. Do you know why? Do you why? know what's different about this team? Than well, teams? I do know it's different. What? We're, we're whooping up. We're, whoop, we're whooping them. We're not fooling, okay? I need to go back and look at point differential, but we're beating the dog out of teams. Last night was an in-state rival Vanderbilt team that two nights ago but yeah sorry two nights ago that usually plays us super tight they had the lead for about 15 seconds and it was after a really good run by them to end the first half we came out played like we had the dog in us and got up 17 or so and just i'm pretty sure our largest lead was 15 okay 15 we won by nine but we that game felt like 20 i was never once worried and honestly that was a game where our defense didn't play very well but we we are defending on such an elite level i feel like our offense is a little better i feel our offense has been clicking like a lot better than years past and games past in in this season well a lot better than years past and a lot better than the pre-sec schedule where we'd have these long offensive droughts yeah, yeah. now it feels like we've got enough good players i mean name our good players uh, Julian Julian Phillips, he's still raw, but you know he looked really good last or two nights ago. Looking better and better. Uh, Josiah, he's you know he's always going to be pivotal on offense. Now that he's healthy and now that he's coming off the bench, I wonder if like he he finishes games for you, and I wonder if eventually he'll get back in that starting rotation. He looks great. He brings you eighteen different good things. Who else? Kamwa. Yep. Adu. Yep. Adu's got that sweet touch with the left hand. Adu has been a pleasant surprise and really bolstering our our big man rotation. I mean, Vescovi, Ziggy, and yep. Key. Yep, Zig and Key. Yep, you forgot. Too small. I don't. He's not. No. Too small. Euros. You t- you forgot Meshack. Uh, well, Meshack's a good player, but I thought you I thought you were asking offensively. No, I'm just asking. I mean, we have a ten. We have a nine or ten man rotation. We got we got a Waka playing. Well. Awaka played a couple minutes. Awaka is most definitely in our rotation. I'm pretty sure we're leaving someone out, but I mean, that's. You got Phillips, Josiah Jordan James, Olivier, Adu, Vescovi, um, or Vescovi, Ziegler, um, Key, Urosh. You got you to count Urosh. Meshack, Awaka, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's 10 right there. Yep. So we're deep. We're playing great. We're playing great defense. And man, we are beating the dog out of teams. That's why I think, Jack, I think this is. I think this is a real team. We, I hope so. I hope we, I'm wrong. If we crush Kentucky, let's see what the rest of our season holds here. I'm going to do a little little game with you real quick. Tennessee basketball schedule. All right, Kentucky, win or loss? Uh, win. All right, and that is, by the way, this Saturday, and that is a home game. Okay. Um, at Mississippi State. We've already played them, right? Yep. Uh, we have. We destroyed them. It was yeah. our second game. I think you're right. I'm just trying to find it on the schedule here. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. So that you're right. That was eighty-seven fifty-three. So then, why is that playing again? Oh, because that was at home. That's right. So at Mississippi State. When? Yeah, and then LSU. When? Georgia. When? Yeah, then we got Texas, and they fired their coach. Then you got Florida after that. Auburn, that's a tough one. Vanderbilt at their place, that'll be a tough one. Missouri coming to town, I think that's tough. Alabama, that's tough. Like, our season is front-loaded with easy games. So let's say we do get Kentucky somehow on Saturday. I don't like counting that as a win, by the way. Well, I, I don't either, especially when they just lost at home for their first time in 28 games. It's called a 50-50 game. So let's, let's call it a loss. Forget it. Say it's 4-1. and one. I don't think it will be. But 4-1. and one. Mississippi State, I think, is a win. That's 5-1. and one. LSU, I think, is a win. That's 6-1. and one. Georgia's a win. That's 7-1 and one heading into your break when you have the Big 12 Challenge I would love Texas. to be 7-1. and one. I, I, We'll see. You start off the SEC 7-1, and one, you're in business. It, it, honestly, at, at that, that point, if we were 7-1, and one, we would be... Uh, three, 16, 16 and, and three. three. That's right. And and you're starting to shape up as, you know, worst case scenario, four seed in the NCAA tournament. Anyway. Well, you we'll, got you to gotta win some games. You do. You do. But just a lot to be optimistic about with regard to Tennessee Hoops. All right, Jack, let's take a quick break. And at the end of that break, we will give the listeners our NFL playoff picks here for Wildcard Weekend. And Jack, we will close the show with a little fact or fiction. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Jack. You know, let's close the show just on the way out with the NBA or NFL picks, rather. And we'll do fact or fiction. But first, you've got you've got some breaking news to share with the audience. Do you not? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, great. Let's hear it, Jack. I'm really excited. So uh, I'm one of seven seven guys on a basketball team, an AAU basketball team that we cre- <laughs> that we created. It's a pretty high level. Oh uh, yeah. We, we is, it an, is it an AAU team, Jack, or is it a rec league team? Well, it's an AAU team playing in a rec league just for warm up for AAU. Got it. Um, we have we've we are entering in a couple tournaments in the convention center in the local area. <laughs> are you really? We are. That sucks. Uh, can you tell everybody your all's name? Uh, we are D's Nets. Oh, um, D's Nets. D's Nets. That's clever, Jack. Yes. What's it like? Is it a play on words? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Like these nuts, but you know nets because <laughs> basketball nets. Oh right, okay, yeah. but, oh, very clever. Like so, a team of Hollywood's brightest helped you uh, come up with that copy. I'm sure. Yeah, um, we just got our first season mixtape just dropped. You um, first season mixtape. Yeah, you guys can check it out on our Instagram page. Follow us. Follow us. Uh, let's see here. Hold on one second. Follow us at. Underscore WBBL underscore D's Nets. You know what's interesting is WBBL is a rec league, and your your handle, your Instagram handle, has that in there. Yet you're an AAU team. Well, we're switching that up. But you see the the big the big the big the big announcement for D's Nets is that we just got our first NIL deal yesterday from Lifestyle Bands. Um, our promo code is D's Nets. <laughs> Get ten percent off. Get <laughs> our promo code is these nets. Get you some. Yeah, get you some bands. We just made our first purchase. Uh, I made a. I made a. I made a. I made a dollar. <laughs> what do you say? 
So here's the deal, guys. This is like, first of all, you ever get those spammy messages on Instagram? Hey, you'd like, we'd like you to be a brand ambassador. You're like, oh, that's nice. They must have liked my hiking picture. Then you look into them and you realize it's total spam. All they want you to do is refer your friends and then you get a tiny percentage of sales. Is that what happens with you guys? No. Um, <laughs> what so, happens? So, so first off, if... If if you get affiliate of the month, you get five hundred dollars. Affiliate of the month, <laughs> and the way to get affiliate of the month is to get the most um people buying stuff through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it which, is, which we will do. And why? How? And also how? How will you do that? Because people will buy our stuff because we're these nets. <laughs> Jack earlier today, and Sam's on this team too. They're like, hey, yo, Pops, will you give us a shout out on RTI? I'm like, no, there's zero. Yeah, we're going to go to like the tweets with it or put it on Instagram. Give me a break, dude. Okay, well, listen to this. We got our first sale today, and they sent us a message. Holy like, cow, that's amazing. Your yeah, first sale? Yeah. Like, and someone used our promo code. It was me. <laughs> You used your own promo code. But listen to this. I'm listen to this. Yeah. So I got a wristband. It says me versus me. It says what? Me versus me. It's got a wristband that says um, me versus me. And they, they DM'd us and said, great job on your first sale. To receive your free package of three wristbands, please email us. So now I get a free package of three wristbands. So basically... They're they're getting scammed by me. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. And I can't wait to be affiliate of the month and get five hundred dollars. I mean, you get five hundred dollars each month. You know, you're looking at like twelve times five hundred, like six thousand dollars a year. Six grand, yeah, split between your seven teammates. No, that's good. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, like nine fifty. <laughs> so yeah, who's counting? And you're on. You're, hey, you know what, son? You're well on your way. I'm and bet. we're getting another deal from Aftermath Athletes. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, Jack, let's let's move on from your burgeoning NIL career and let's. Wait, go. I got one more thing to say. All right, go ahead. Just use our promo code DSNES. Make a purchase. Lifestylebands.com. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on to, on to the next <laughs> Lifestylebands.com. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, Jack, let's go. Um, all right. I tell you what, we've got facts or cap. Are we calling it facts or cap? That's what we call it. Facts or fiction. Okay, facts or fiction. Facts or cap. So it's fact. I thought it was facts or cap. Facts or fiction. Okay, facts or fiction. Why not just fact or fiction? Because kids say facts. Yeah, facts. Okay, fair enough. All right, you tell me. Actually, I'm going to let you tell me which one to do first. Give me a number one through five, and that will dictate which one I read first. Uh, 1.5. That's just two. Two. All right. I'm going to read number two first. Now, remember, Jack, walk us through your deliberation as as you know, you're thinking through your yeah, answer. I, I will. Okay. All right. A Charles City, Iowa elementary school was shut down after a routinely scheduled health inspection. What happened? Hamster poop was found <laughs> in and around the cafeteria serving line. It was then discovered that the kindergarten, quote unquote, class pet you guessed it, a hamster named Boots um, was missing from its cage. The school addressed the hamster poop situation and reopened the very next day. Boots, however, he remains at large. Jack, is this facts facts, or is this fiction? Well, there's a few things that lead me to this being uh, fiction. Okay. First of all, I just don't believe that the name would be Boots 
and I believe that Charles Iowa is not real. Hmm. So what do you, what's your final answer here? Fiction. <laughs> oh, it's just too easy for the kid, isn't it, guys? Charles City. I bet you guys get so bored, don't you? Charles City is a real um, – uh, that is a real – a real city. No, it's not. Work. I promise it is. All right, so now your choices are one, three, four, or five. Uh, we'll go. We'll go three. Let's get it. Okay. Uh, a Colorado Springs woman was treated for stage four carcinoma on her tongue. Jack, what's carcinoma? Cancer. Okay. Uh, removing the cancerous tumor meant removing parts of her tongue, which doctors replaced with skin and muscle taken from her thigh. A while later, she felt a rough texture of the thigh part of her tongue. And um, when she looked at it in the mirror, she saw hair growing on it. Jack, facts <laughs> or fiction? Well, you see, I don't think you even knew what that was. So. Don't n- knew what what was? I don't even think you knew what that type of cancer was. Tongue cancer? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Facts. You think that's facts? Yes. Jack, you're taking me to school. You're on a roll. Wouldn't it be funny? I've if, got you all figured out. Wouldn't it be funny if every single one of these you got? I mean, I think that'd be pretty not funny for you. You're pretty- you're up to nothing. Your choices are one, four, or five. So basically, if I get if I get this one right, I clinch the win. Correct. All right, I feel pretty good. I'll go with I'll, I'll go go with one. Okay, Jack. A Tennessee state rep was ejected from the stands at a Johnson City High School game for pantsing a ref. <laughs> is this fact, Jack, or is this fiction? Again, what city was this in? Johnson City, Tennessee. And keep in mind, it's a Tennessee state representative. It's part of our Tennessee yeah, state some government. People, some people get riled up in games. You know, I felt that emotion before. I've wanted to do st- Silly things like that, but maybe he just couldn't keep it in check. But this is clearly facts. How about this? If I go five and zero, RTI has to shout out these nets. No, all right. Um, uh, it's incredible that you've gone three for five and three for three. I mean, three for three rather. You've, you've clinched going three for five. All right, four or five. We'll go five. Okay. A. Professional European women's basketball team lost a heartbreaking loss to their rival in double overtime by just one point. Sopron uh, lost to Mersin. Those are the two teams. What made the loss even more heartbreaking? Sopron's best player was like coming back out for halftime warmups and had one of those surprise, you know, engagement proposals by her fiance that was on their like little jumbotron. She said yes, and they just left the game. So the best player is just gone. They lose by one point. Facts or fiction? Um, well, you know, one thing that makes me think fiction is how you pronounce the name. I don't know how to pronounce those names. Yes, yeah, so then I'm going to go with facts. You're going with facts? Fuck. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Easy on the uh, expletives, by the way. Um, Sorry. That's, I made that up. Uh, okay. Is that a real name? Is that a real team name? 100%. And both those are real professional European women's basketball teams. I thought that was a good touch, though. You could see that, like, hey, we're married, and then her just leaving with her man. I don't know what I, don't know what I was thinking doing. Honestly, that. I kind of thought you'd miss the tongue one. I thought that was so unbelievable. Like, I'm not sure, and this was reported in a real newspaper, I'm not sure I believe that someone had hair growing on the thigh portion of her tongue. 
I don't I don't believe that. I, I it was too. Sometimes you just have to think. There's only like you can only go to certain extents when making up things. I, I guess I don't think you can ever think of hair in someone's mouth because I, I, that's part of her the, thigh. That's good. I, I've got a like I have the harder role here. You do. Okay. You do. All right. Let's do this last one. Um, the FAA revoked a man's pilot's license after he purposely abandoned a plane he was flying and filmed it crashing into a national forest as he parachuted to the ground. He posted the video to YouTube and called it and called it and called it. I crashed my plane and it got 1.7 million views. Jack, is this fact or fiction? Um, I could just honestly, I could picture like any of my friends doing this. Like, really? Yeah. Like this is obviously facts. You think this is facts? Yes. It is facts. The guy's an absolute loser that did it, and he did get his pilot's license That revoked. is so, like, f- funny. <laughs> Actually, it, I'll tell you what is really funny is if, if I read the story, do you mind? I do not mind. I don't know if we have time. Hang on. Uh, here it is. The FAA has revoked Trevor Jacobs' pilot's license. The New York Times reported after concluding... Uh, sorry, lost. They, they revoked his license. Uh, you know, reported by the New York Times after uh, the FAA concluded that Jacob purposely abandoned a plane he was flying and filmed it crashing into to the Los Padres National Forest in California while he parachuted to the ground. Jacob then posted the 13 minute video on YouTube, calling it "I crashed my plane." <laughs> I can't wait to watch the that. FAA. I know I'm going to Google that for sure. The FAA said. Jacob acted in a careless or reckless manner, you think, so as to endanger the life or property of another. In the video, the propeller can be seen as it stops spinning, and Jacob opens the door and jumps out with a parachute and a selfie stick. (laughs) The FAA noted, during this flight, you opened the left side pilot door before you claimed the engine had failed. What an idiot. The agency also noted that Jacob did not contact air traffic control trying to rest- – did not try to restart the engine or look for a safe place to make an emergency landing. But Well, sometimes but, you got to do what you got to do. But he did get 1.7 million views, so that's good. He probably, yeah, I mean, that is good. All right. Well, speaking of good, let's, let's run down these good playoff teams and let's decide who does what. You ready? And we'll close the show with this. It's been a fun show, by the way. All righty. All right. Wild card weekend. I am just going to go in order that they that they are, are are on the schedule here. Seahawks at the Niners. Who do you like in this game? Should be a blowout. Niners. I couldn't agree anymore. I just think the Niners are so good, uh, and I think they've got so many great weapons. And I think the Niners will are my Super Bowl prediction. They are. I, I I think I agree with you. Out of the NFC, you know, Luke and I were talking about that, and I kind of zoned on them, and and I think that's a good pick. All right, I've uh, said that since. Probably like week 10. All right. How about on um, the other side, Chargers versus Jags? I got Jags. I think Jags could make a little bit of a push. I think – I don't know like who they would end up playing in the second round, but I think the Jags are a pretty solid young team, and I think they'll be in the playoffs for many more years to come. Jags would be a pretty low seed, I think. Actually, are they the four? They're the four. Yeah, so – And the Chargers just – I just don't think they're good. I think they have an overrated quarterback and a terrible defense. I don't think he's overrated. I think he had a subpar year. Remember when he got nailed in the in the like I guess it was his sternum or his ribs. I mean, he got jacked. And it, just, Justin Herbert yep. got jacked early. He was never really. 
I don't know. I mean, it took them a long time to get back to normal. They just never got it going. And, and Keenan and Mike Williams were both missing games. They could never start their main guys in the same games at the same time. All right, let's go next to Dolphins and Bills. That's Dolphins at the Bills. No two and no chance, right? Yeah, no, no two and no chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to spend much time on that. How about this one? I think this game is very intriguing. The Giants play at the Vikings. Um. Well, I certainly don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. And if it was a blowout, the Giants would blow out the Vikings. Really? Yeah. The Vikings, I think, will will play from behind and make it interesting in the fourth like they have done all year. I just I don't really think the Giants are too good. I just don't think the Vikings are too good either. I don't know. The Vikings' point differential is literally negative three. It's amazing for how good their record was. And it's because— They, they were like 10-0 when— in like game winning or one possession games, they like, played a million close games and got throttled a couple of times. Was is what happened to them? Yeah. Um, I don't. So I think it could be close. I honestly think Daniel Daniel Jones has has looked good. I think Saquon's looked good. I think Daniel Jones has a couple young good receivers like Richie James, and you know I, I think that the Giants have a chance at winning. I agree with that. I, I like I'll put it like this: If I'm the Vikings, I'm not sleeping great going into that game. I'm not either. All right, Ravens at the Bengals and. I don't Lamar believe, is out. Correct. And you know what? He might be done there. Isn't this the last year of his contract? I don't know, but I don't think Lamar is the answer. Really? Really? It's just as a quarterback? I don't I don't think he's your guy as a quarterback, like anywhere. And I forget I, what the backup guy's name is. He's dealing with a finger. Like I don't I don't even I don't mind um it's Tyler Huntley, but I don't I don't mind like if you're gonna be a running quarterback, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is good, but he's gonna need some he's gonna need someone better than than you know, who, whatever receivers he's got besides Mark Andrews. Like, I think Lamar could be serviceable if he has some great assets around him. You know, my friend Kenneth I always talk about? Yes. Um, Kenneth and I always talk about how Lamar, like, if you put him with a million other NFL head coaches, who knows how good he becomes? Who knows, like, how good of a season he has? I mean, he had the perfect coach and the perfect system, and they built around him, and they never really went f- far enough to justify to continue doing it and now they might be blowing it up i think i agree with you i'll put it like this i never ever want to draft him as a fantasy quarterback because i think he comes on strong and then fades all right speaking of coming on strong and fading the final game dallas cowboys versus the tampa bay buccaneers buddy yeah so um the tampa bay offense has started to click and they really have and um i'd I'd be pretty worried about that if you were dallas Bad, yeah, bad draw. Yeah, bad draw. Um, I honestly think this will be one of the best games that we see in the wild card round, and um, I favor Tom Brady. Honestly, he's got he's got the home field, and you know I've always like last year I was like, oh Tom Brady. Whenever I don't really I think they lost to the Rams last year, but um, I think I think Tom Brady gets it done in round one. Tell you this, if I'm Dallas, I certainly don't want to be on the road. If I'm Dallas, I'd rather face, I don't know, like, I, I don't, Tom doesn't scare me, but man, he knows how to win playoff football games. Mm-hmm. They have been clicking lately. They have looked a lot better. And even in games where they haven't looked good, they've somehow put together two touchdowns when it matters most within, you know, the last five minutes of the game. Yep. So they've had a couple of comfort behind victories and they, and then, and then another game, they, they look good throughout. So I am kind of with you, but you know what I think? I think somehow Dallas 
gets it done, maybe even beats the dog out of them, and then has all of Cowboy Nation, hey, we're great, we're great, and then they'll lay an egg the next week. I, sort I don't of think th- that scenario is possible. I think Dallas is too talented to lay an egg. Um, so you think if they win big, that could like bust I, them up? Yeah, like if Dallas wins, like they could easily see the NFC Championship. I would. I don't know who they're matching. I don't know who they're matching. I don't know if it's possible or not, but I would love a Dallas San Francisco NFC Championship game. Me too, but personally, I want, I want Philly. I want Philly um, Niners because you know I got I got three players. Oh my gosh! I got still, AJ Brown. I got still, CMC, and I got my defense. Okay, let's get it. All right, that's great. Well, Jack, this has been a wonderful, wonderful. Wait, we got to talk. What? Oh no, we did talk about the Bengals game. Never mind. Yeah, we're done. We're my done. Bad. My yeah. bad. My bad. My bad. Listeners. No, all good, man. All right. Shout out these nets. Promo code these nets. Use it. Lifestyle <laughs> bands. Great. Let's go. All right. And while you scurry to to buy merch from Jack, I can just tell you that you've been listening to. According to the Osborns. Yeah. 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 